0: Calm down. I'm recording. This is the end of our podcast. Welcome back, guys, to Science and Stigma podcast. What uh, what episode is this now? Sixty something seven. Oh yeah, uh, September 11th. Today's September 11th. Twenty years. 20 years. When were you? I was in um, elementary school. I was just talking to Dylan about this yesterday.
1: Is this being recorded right now? Yeah. Oh.
0: We were, uh, we must have been like second grade or third grade. I just remember sitting down.
1: You were in second.
0: Teacher turned on TV and we all sat there Indian style. Which so I can barely do now because my, my hips are so tight. Indian style on the ground, where we got story time and we all watched the TV, and that's all I remember. Didn't know what was going on. Where were you?
1: So I was at Maple Donuts in the office. I specifically remember two guys from Markey Builders were in the office with us, and one of the warehouse guys came in and said that there was an accident, and an airplane hit the tower. And then he came back in like two minutes later and said, I'm not sure what's going on because another plane hit the tower. Um, Then we got the news on And
0: And then the Pentagon got
1: hit. Yeah. Then we learned what was going on. It was a sad day. 20 years later.
0: Thanks for everybody that uh, helped with that.
1: For all the lives that were lost, all the family members who are still here today struggling with the loss of their loved ones. If you look on the internet, there's amazing stories. There's amazing stories of people that should have been in the building that were not in the building because something random happened. And they were running late for work. And there's so many amazing stories of the people, the firemen that went in. To try to save people, I had the opportunity to visit the memorial site a few years ago. It's pretty intense.
0: Imagine being on the plane.
1: We talked about that.
0: Did everybody know? On I don't, the plane?
1: We don't know. I don't know.
0: They had to have. Had well, the one plane the they started they fighting. Look, they had to look out the window and realize they're, uh, we're flying a little low. I
1: don't know. You're flying in an airplane. Are you looking out the window all the time?
0: No, I usually keep my windows shut. Yeah,
1: it's not so, that I'm scared or anything. I just so do we? I don't know. I don't look at all that tragic part of it. I don't know if they announced what they were doing, if it just happened. I know the one flight into Pennsylvania, they knew it because they were fighting, trying to take them down.
0: Some people don't believe there was actually a plane that hit the towers
1: i don't get into it that much i don't look into it i just know that people lost their lives and whether that happened or not there's all kind of conspiracy theories speaking
0: and of losing lives <laughs> we just went to uh what is it the six, six annual yep 5k run for not one more yep so i was what time did it start S- registration was like eight yep the race started at 10 I showed up like 9.30. No, nine well,
1: you were before 9.30 because we were it was probably around 9. No, 9.15. I think it was like 9.30-ish. It couldn't have been because we stopped registration at 9.30. About 9.15.
0: Just pulling up to the park was, was crazy to see all those different people out there. All the different people there that all have their own stories.
1: I'm struggling. There's lots of stories to be told. Everybody has a different, unique story. It was a roller coaster ride.
0: You went early for registrations, like what you were there six.
1: I got there, but about six fifteen to set up for registration. So I'm a volunteer. Um, the Not One More program, Alyssa spoke about a couple weeks ago on a podcast. Maybe it was even last. No, it was two weeks ago. Um, so this is our big event. So it's in memory of all the lives lost to addiction. Not just necessarily heroin, but addiction. Yeah, and it's a roller coaster. You meet so many people, so many families. There was over a 1,000 people there today, which is awesome.
0: You know that for a fact?
1: Yes, because I know that there was over 800 registrants pre-registered before the event and we had a lot of people walking up and then we had some people that weren't even registered that just showed up
0: so i thought it was just for addiction like heroin
1: so it's more than that Yeah, it's just overdose drug overdose addiction a lot of it a lot of the booze it was amazing that there was
0: less less there this time than last time we were there
1: yes I think... What's the reason for that, you know? I don't know. They're thinking maybe COVID and people just didn't have the money. I mean, the people that normally walk with us didn't walk with us this year. So, and as the people... So, this, this preparation is, like, year long. It takes a lot of hard work to do this. This was my first year experiencing the help of the program. Um, but last weekend, we started by putting T-shirts, getting team organization... Uh, people were picking up registrations Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It it's, A lot goes into it. And so you hear a lot of stories, a lot of different people, uh, whether some are 13 years, 20 years past. Some are fresh as I met a lady this morning, four months. It took a lot for her. She came to the table all excited and happy you know I want to do this it kind of reminded me of the first time we went to the walk and you're excited and then all of a sudden you lift the shirt up and you see your person's name on the back of that shirt and it just hits you and you look around and you see people laughing, and then you see people crying and then you see people hugging and it, it just it's amazing how many people this is just York County and it's amazing how many people this affects. And when you're at those walks, you see all kinds of people. I mean, you talk about stigma. Everybody there has a different story. And you have those booths there. So you have people in recovery that are there. So it's not just in memory. It's a good event for the people in recovery to come. They come out and share their stories. It's it's beautiful. But again, we're there for for the memory of lost ones. And it kinda hits you in the face when you walk there and you see those banners. And those banners don't touch near the amount of people that passed away in this area, the drug overdose over the years.
0: I noticed about those banners is a it's a lot of younger people. Probably between like twenty
1: and forty. Yep. I just saw a special on T V the other night from an organization in Lancaster, I can't remember the name of it, where the guy they interviewed said, Your generation, Carl's generation right now, is not gonna exist because of this epidemic. And it's that serious and it doesn't have that? to be. I don't it was believe that. it was a um an organization I was talking about recovery. How what how many people are affected in your generation with addiction and that it can be prevented it's I registered today with some I had the pleasure of meeting three other women that I worked with this morning and every one of us had a different story and it's it just it just goes on and it goes on and it goes on and I cried and I laughed and then we shared a lot and then you look at those those posters, and I'm gonna. I have the. You have the video.
0: I took a video of the ones that were local. You said they were off fentanyl. The ones over there with all the people.
1: Those were fentanyl. So that was an organization. I can't remember the name of the organization, but that was an organization who travels, and there was rows and rows of tiny pictures of people that died of fentanyl.
0: Yeah, I'll post a video of it on the. On the group page. Yeah. But I have the York chapter one, too.
1: And then the New York chapter one, they had to have passed in York County or lived in York County at one time or another.
0: So that's all those.
1: And that's just the tip of the iceberg. Actually, today was the first time uh, that we had Kyle on there. So that was f- real this morning when I walked in and they were hanging that up.
0: He was, I thought he was on there the time we went.
1: No. I just put his picture on. I just signed a waiver to get his picture on, but that's hard. Austin's looking for, but I'm going to. So why
0: why didn't you walk it this year?
1: Because I was volunteering, and then I just went around and talked to people that I knew, and I helped out since this morning. I just didn't get in the crowd to walk, but it's amazing how that starts. And there's videos from other people I'm going to share. Of the start of that race. Some teams had their own shirts. There's how many memorial pavilions there where they had their loved ones on posters. and Yeah. It's, I don't know, it's mind-boggling to me. I just, I don't know. It started last week, I got a little emotional, and then today it hit me. We don't often spend a specific day for that reason. I mean, we think about it, but we don't really, like, honor Kyle every day. So that's, like, the one event. And Bubba Chase was with us today. It just makes me miss him.
0: I really don't have any words to you the truth.
1: Did it bother you? not really It's just hard. It's I was working with a mom who, you know, obviously you everybody wants to know who you're working with and why they're at in this organization and how they help and the one mother's daughter is 51 years old. She's been in addiction since she's 16. She lives in Florida. And her mom doesn't know from day to day if she's alive or not. And we, then we had that conversation where we talk about is it easier to have your child pass or your loved one pass rather than have to go through the addiction part of it where you don't know when that phone call is going to come or if that phone call is going to come? And it's tough to hear both stories. Like they were sorry that I lost Kyle, and I was sorry that I have a, a mother out there who volunteers with this group in the hopes that someday. She's pretty hopeless. She said, at this point, it's been so many years, I don't think it's ever going to happen. What happened? That her daughter will get clean.
0: You really can't make that statement.
1: Well, I, I tried to be the positive that I am and encourage her that... It only takes a minute to turn around and decide that you want to do it. But like we talked about, they have to want to do it themselves. I've never been in the addiction, so I don't understand it. I mean, I've been addicted to things, but not that. But then I shared a story about Matt, who was on the podcast several months ago, I think, at this point. Um, He was on with Steve, and we talked the other day, and he's on a trip with his family, first time in 20 years and I shared that today and I made a mom cry <laughs> just by sharing it. I said how excited I am for him but not only him but for his mom and for his family and his nephew and so there's some good that comes out of this. It doesn't have to be a death sentence. So, I mean, this doesn't have to be a long podcast I don't want. I just wanted to share today was an emotional day and I i get the news media wasn't there and also i talked about this before the podcast like that's what we do like we promote this kind of stuff through podcasts through different organizations but it's kind of like there's over a thousand people there celebrating lives of people that were lost with a epidemic that is growing continually
0: imagine being like an average park goer there that just showed up <laughs> one day and- you have all these people there
1: i think that's kind of cool because that person might walk over and either know somebody in addiction or learn something from one of those vendors that were standing there set up like there's a lot of resources and curiosity is what educates So if they're there and they're like, oh, my gosh, what's going on here? And they walk up for even a second to see what's going on. wouldn't If you walked up, would you be curious and you'd want to know, hey, what's going on? And maybe pick up a piece of literature.
0: Or get a massage.
1: Yep, free massages today. I didn't get one. But any way that you can educate people, it, it's a good thing. And we saw quite a few people that were on our podcast. Well, you did. In the past. We saw Jackie and Steven. We saw Alyssa. We saw Bruce Bartz, who's also doing another walk next week. Gina. We saw Gina. Everybody's doing good. Caitlin was there. Was she? Yeah, Caitlin was there. She showed up. She was talking to me. I was fragile, fragile frazzled when they showed up because we were just getting set up she and she was checking uh yeah she was the, she was it. in their group but it was a little chaotic when i first got there i wasn't sure exactly how things were going to flow and she was staring at me and said do you need help you're just staring <laughs> like oh we'll figure this out but it's good to see people Stephen was talking about the police officer that we had on the podcast. He wants to go head-to-head with him someday, so we'll have to figure that out. One of them can just be remote yeah. without a camera. Um, Obviously, the police officer would have to be the one that would do that. But, I mean, all in all, it was a happy day. It was a sad day. Like I said, it was a roller coaster for many, many people. You see so many people. It's just... Educational, sad, happy, but everybody pulls together. Yep. So I just wanted to share today that there's so much education, there's so much support out there, and thank all the supporters and bless all the families that are going through this and help us every week do what we do to educate.
0: So, you want to tell him what happened at the restaurant?
1: What happened at the restaurant? Chase. Oh, yeah. We went to lunch afterwards. Chase and I, Chase was drinking a bottle. I was feeding him. He gets a little motivated. His arms and legs go all the time. He literally tried. <laughs> He dropped the bottle. It rolled under the table. He
0: did, or you did.
1: Did I drop it? I don't know. I, wasn't I don't know. Attention. I think both of us weren't paying attention, and it dropped, or I knocked it off the table, or whatever. But it literally rolled under our table to the next table, <laughs> and we couldn't reach it. We couldn't reach it. And some lady across from us was trying not to laugh, which was making me laugh harder. Dylan couldn't swallow his food, and Austin had to excuse himself to the next table. <laughs> look like a bunch of clowns to get. did he have to get up so you could get it
0: i wasn't sure it was an older couple and i'm like they're probably not gonna be able to bend down and pick this up so i was like i tried my best to see if i could get it from our side and i was like there's no way i'm getting that <laughs> so i'm like peeking over there and i asked i was like excuse me i said uh there's a bottle that rolled under the table from our side to your side <laughs> I think it's underneath your leg Could you get it. You struggled for a little bit to get it. It felt bad.
1: Yeah, always entertaining.
0: Meantime, Dylan's choking on his bread and you're over there laughing.
1: I was laughing. I needed that laugh. It's good to spend time with family and Chase keeps us going.
0: And then you start smacking the table.
1: Yeah, Austin doesn't have patience. Chase was banging the table. People were looking at us. We were laughing and... It was good though. It was a good laugh. After we got an
0: upcoming podcast.
1: Um, or we have to be determined. We have some people in the works. Um, what happens is they want to do it and then they get nervous at the last minute and then they, after they do it, they're like, "Oh, I can come back." Um, I did talk to Jackie today and Gina, and they want to come back because Jackie's story is continuing. She is seeing Hunter a little bit more
0: anything on caitlin
1: i didn't hear or talk to caitlin about anything um but we have david david my nephew david was on a podcast months ago he actually is getting married he's doing well getting married in a month or two we have randy so not
0: invited that wedding sorry for putting that out there
1: yes you are
0: i said anybody else
1: oh well it's family
0: You never know, so we might not be (laughs) invited.
1: Well, he's getting married. (laughs) I don't know how small or big it's going to be, but... So that's exciting. I want to talk with uh, one of the other podcasters, Randy. I'd like to get Randy back. Randy's struggling. He said he would come back on. He was the one that worked in the carnival. That new call from the tents down at Wisehaven, I got... Quite a few compliments on that uh, from the people downtown, the homeless people downtown. He was really excited about that. So he's been struggling probably for the past two and a half months. And so he wants to come back and talk about his struggle. So we have a couple people. I'd like to do an update with some people. We need to get um, Todd and Tyler back couple things in regards to religion that we want to talk about and go over so we have some things in the pipeline summertime's hard now that it's getting cooler out more people are going to be available if anybody has a topic that they want to talk about though reach out to one of us reach out to the science single stigma page or group it's group right yeah
0: group yeah the group page too you can do
1: Yep, the group, because we'd love to get some more people on on the podcast, get some more topics. I was looking up stigma, so I have some preparation for the next podcast on stigma, because there's self-stigma. We never really talked about self-stigma. Was there like three different categories yes, of stigma? Yes, so I was Googling Asking that. Asking this
0: question, and this is the name of our podcast, I don't even know.
1: I know there's three stigmas. You can Google there's seven. The one had seven stigmas, but I like the one that had three stigmas. But the one I never... Maybe
0: we should do a podcast on all that.
1: Yeah, I think we need to go over self-stigma. I never really thought of that. You think of stigma as the way people perceive you, and then you have this self-stigma of how you perceive yourself. It was very interesting. So we're going to do some research on that. Um, So we have a lot going on, a lot coming up. We're going to try to do a Facebook Live. We keep talking about it, but we're going to do it. And then today we met with a gentleman who uh, does Nate's necessities for his son. And we may try to do a live event with him. Next year, I'd love to take this podcast stuff over to the event itself and just set up a table at the pavilion and let people come up and just share or say anything at all. Because it's amazing, the stories. It's just amazing of the success of people talking that didn't know anything, that knew things, that went through the struggle, who were in rehab several times, who went to rehab once. I actually had two people tell me today that both of their family members went to rehab and died the same day they got out, which I thought was interesting. And, and the one said, I don't know if the rehab was that powerful, like that terrible, that it was such a struggle. Because in her opinion, she thought when you get out of rehab, like you're hyped, like you're clean. You just went through this program and you got this or they wouldn't let you out if you weren't at that spot in your life. And then we talked about the insurance. We talked about how they just let people out because they run out of insurance. But should they keep you there until they know that you're ready or maybe they thought they were ready or they were there because they were forced to go there by their probation officer and they really weren't in it for the, the deal? So they're like, I spend these 30 days doing what I got to do so I can get out and start again.
0: That hurts the pressure of going back into reality.
1: Yeah, so there's so many different people, so many different ideas and topics to talk about, people we can talk about. So I just want to thank everybody. I know this is a short podcast, but I just wanted to share how beautiful, and we're going to share some pictures of that event that happened today, and that is still happening every day. Many people are passing on overdose, and education's key. So if you know somebody that's not comfortable talking and wants to learn something, like refer them to our website, I mean, not our website, our page. Uh, they can listen to some of our podcasts. So, thanks for today. I'm gonna go, actually now to a revival where I'm gonna hear some people speak on recovery and addiction and where they how they cleaned up their life and it's a revival downtown. So I'm gonna head there and learn some more.
0: Sounds good. All right, guys. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for everybody that was out there today. Like like my mom said, all the support to help put everything together. So, uh, yeah.
1: Till the next one.
0: We'll catch you guys on the next one. See ya.
1: Bye.